Well, we're here to kick some ass and chew some gum, and we're all out of bubble gum. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 91, for the week of Wednesday, the 13th of November, 2013. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Adam and Justin. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, alongside our regular features, we're bringing you a box set of reviews of Action Figure box sets. guys how are you i'm well good thank you i don't think i've done a show with either of you for ages i think anyone's done a show with me for ages <laughs> <laughs> so uh adam what have you yes. been up to besides having a birthday uh so yes i have my birthday this week uh happy birthday thank you happy birthday think, thank you i think before the last time i was on i hadn't done my half marathon at mclaren vale so i've done that um and how'd you go I did all right. I finished three minutes, 15 seconds slower than last time, but still under the two-hour mark, so I'm not too cut up about it. Cool. Um, what else? Uh, ah, we've pretty much paid off our home loan this week, so yay. Congratulations. That's free. Thank you. That's rather exciting. It is. Is there any greater feeling in the world? <laughs> uh, well, getting new toys. Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If I paid off my home loan, I think I would put that above new toys. Yeah, me too. Yeah. See what, see what you can do when um, yeah, you don't have little people dreading your money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. con- well, congratulations to Adam and Mrs. Adam. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Mm. Justin. Uh, boring compared to that. Mm. <laughs> uh, I ate, I slept, I went to work. Mm. Repeat seven times. Oh, very good. Mm. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> no, no paying off the home loan? Uh, well, not this week, but okay. I, I did that a while ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Highly impressive. Mm. Yeah, I, I I have aspirations. <laughs> we keep we keep um buying things and then selling them for a really good amount and then still needing to borrow a bit to. Um, do the next thing so but this is it i've already said i'll leave here for the nursing home thank you so <laughs> we should we should get there now <laughs> it's your wait it's your waiting room uh, i'll tell you what yeah i mean it's just you know we, our moves have been good and we're in a really good place and but i'm just ready i don't care what happens now I'm, i'll leave this house when i can't look after myself anymore thank you <laughs> your cold dead hands yeah uh, oh no i I want to learn from the mistakes of my parents and parents-in-law and not leave it too late to, you know, downsize and do the get-out-of-the-family-home thing because it can get pretty messy. Um, but I'll, I'll, that's a long way off, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Our plan was to have kids really young and then by the time we're 50, go and see the world. Oh. And it's it's happening. So That's exciting. Yeah. And we've got 
a number of things to talk about tonight, so I reckon we should probably get on to the news. What do you reckon? Okay. Okay. Yep. We'll be right back in a moment with some articulated news. Evil Doc Terror and hacker battle Centurions Max Ray and Ace McCloud. The Centurions call for more powerful weapons. Energize. Max gets Tidal Blast. Ace gets Orbital Interceptor. They strike back with added firepower. Max by sea. Ace by air. Centurions! Power Extreme! Man Machine! Figures as shown, other toys sold separately, new from Kenner. Well, as always, we start each episode with a bit of news. We are picking out the things that have been the most interesting to us this week, so it's not everything. It's the highlights, the lowlights, and a few things in between. And Justin, you're going to get us started tonight with what is definitely a highlight. Yeah, definitely. It is the news this week that the Series 13 of the minifigures are going to be Simpsons-related. So we're not sure of the characters yet, but there's going to be 16 in total. Lego minifigures. Lego minifigures, yep. sorry. Kind of important. <laughs> I should, yeah. yeah. Kind of important <laughs> information. <laughs> that they're going to be released in April 2014, and alongside that there will be a Simpsons house from 742 Evergreen nice. Terrace as well. So Yeah, it's going to be secondary market overload, I guess, for a certain amount. Hopefully they don't put a gold, like, Duffman or something in there <laughs> to uh, really pee everyone off. I think this is going to be nuts. Yeah, and I, I hope it continues to yeah. uh, different licenses. I mean, if they could do 16 uh, yeah. Marvel figures, 16 DC, and so on and so forth, mm. I think it would be a really good opportunity. Yeah. I'm keen. Yeah, me too. You know, But I, I can just see people being trampled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably mostly by... By your family, Justin. Yeah, probably. <laughs> be the Lego Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of bags being squeezed in toy stores around the uh, north coast of New South Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lego fish wrapped up in, you know, Lego bricks. Yeah, that's right. Into leather boxes. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that this is a, a trend, too, that we see um, some more themed, you know, licensed waves of minifigures. Cause I think it's a great idea. You know, that there's a concise, um, uh, you know, limit to it. It's a certain number of figures and, uh, uh there's a lot of things like DC Marvel, etc., that could definitely pull that off. So I'm keen, bring it on. Yeah. Something yeah. else. Yeah, so if you think that was exciting, uh, Funko announces more My Little Pony pop and vinyl figures. Um, I'll go through some of the names just in case everyone's uh, really interested here. We have Dr. Hooves, Derpy, DJ Pwn3. Uh, hold on to your hats. They're due at November 21st. So keep an oh eye out for those. The, hang on, hang on. The final figures, including Pinkie Pie and Lyra, Heartstrings, <laughs> not out to December. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. That's why I said hang on. The most yeah. important part was coming. Pinkie Pie, really. Pinkie Pie just sounds rude to me. I don't, yeah. I'm not quite sure. Oh, dear. And mm. Derpy sounds like he's got a, a um, mental impairment. I think he does. Isn't that Really? The, I think, well, isn't that the point of Derpy, that he's like a special needs? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, you're telling the story here. I don't know. I just have this feeling that Derpy is like a special needs. Maybe I just made that up. I think it is. <laughs> I, I, I just I don't know why. It just rings a bell. <laughs> mm. yeah. I think you're confusing it with the guy from um, Hot Fuzz, the guy who works in the uh, <laughs> uh, 
Doesn't he the say that? The a child. Now, hold on. According to Wikia, Derpy uh, has an internet following because of her cross-eyed Derpy, quote-unquote, expression in the fir- her first episode. Her name has since been adopted by the crew and Hasbro. Starting with feeling pinky keen, the show's crew began giving the pony cross eyes intentionally and later gave her Where's Waldo cameo type appearances as a nod to the fans. The character is addressed by Rainbow Dash in the last roundup as Derpy, where she speaks for the first time. The scene was later altered so Rainbow no longer names Derpy. In addition to her voice being altered and eyes being less crossed, she is called Muffins in some merchandise. <laughs> so there, there you go. Yeah, uh, th- I had a few of those go. Yeah. I could say a lot of stuff, but uh, I'm just <laughs> there was something that rang a bell there. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> and I've just gone through hell to justify it. So there you there go. go. <laughs> Are you sure that there's like I, I realize we had all this stuff like cloppers and all that, but they don't help themselves with the names of some of the characters and some of the episodes. <laughs> wow, we, we, I, the hate mail. I can just see now. Yeah. You know, we're going to be... Corrections. You're going to have to release it. That's Corrections. Right. Or... That's a retraction. Correction. Apology. A retraction. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's it. An apology to any bronies, cloppers, and hoofers or whatever else that are offended. Uh, okay. Pinky caniests. Okay. Quickly. Quickly. <laughs> this is just descending into... Okay. I'll go on to my third bit of news. We have from Diamond Select Toys. We have, first off, is a Walking Dead Rick Grimes... Final bus bank, and this is comic inspired. Where Rick is, oh, spoilers, lost his uh, right right hand. <laughs> Actually, the the sculpting is quite good. It's by Eli Livingston. I don't know if that name rings a bell in the sculpting world. No, no. Okay. Well, it's prices. Yep, sorry. It, it. I think it looks great, but I really like these banks. Hmm. Uh, some of the like, why would you want a bank of that? I don't, I don't understand. Know. It seems to be uh, quite a thing. It seems it's, to be an announcement of a, a bank. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not um, super cheap either. Like, you no. know, when I, because I have seen the Minotaur in Melbourne gets them in, and at least here in Australia, they tend to go for about 30 bucks. So, hmm. oh, I mean, US, sorry, US standard, uh, what is it, SRP? $23. That's not cheap for hmm. something with a slot in it. <laughs> Moving on to Ghostbusters <laughs> Light Up Firehouse statue. This sits at seven inches. It's a fantastic replica of the Ghostbusters uh, Firehouse statue, uh, station rather. It's limited to 1,984 pieces. It'll be coming uh-huh. out in January for 70 macaroonies. That is so cool. Mm, that is very nice. What? How tall is it? Sorry? Uh, seven inch mini statue. A lot of detail to fit into that uh, sort of scale. Yeah, yeah. It's fun mm. stuff, though. Really good. How big's the Stay Puft they did the other year? Did someone do a Stay Puft figure? Um, uh, Collector. Yeah, Mattel did that uh, huge one. So it would be completely out of scale. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh. oh no, because they're not on top of the station, are they? They're on top of another skyscraper. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know that they really go together, no. No, it looks like it's three-story, I guess, the the firehouse station. Cool. My last bit of news, seems like it's been going on for a while, but uh, this week announcement for the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle TV show that the Casey Jones action figure is coming out. It's a bit weird because uh, Casey Jones is yet to make his debut on the the, uh, cartoon, and here he is in in all his glory. He looks like a 
I don't know. It looks like uh, Skeletor from the New Adventures line for mine with that mask. It's, I think it's deviates very far from the character. It looks like he has a lot of body armor on and I don't know, maybe I'm getting old, but I guess this is the kid's line. So it looks like he has a few features there, a few weapons. Not too bad, but this this new line is, is going gangbusters at the moment. Sold out. We went today, they had a sale on and basically all the shells were there. So I'm sure there's a lot of people excited by this Casey Jones news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be buying it. It's not the Casey Jones I remember. <laughs> nah, I'll probably buy it for the for a uh, youngster. He's just discovering uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtles at the moment, so he uh, he'd like it. But so does that? I mean, I sorry, I don't know who this character is. Is is Casey Jones is the guy, the street vigilante, and who, who has a uh, uh, what do you say, a backpack full of baseball bats and hockey sticks? Okay. You normally wear a hockey mask. Oh, is that a, a hockey yeah. mask? Because when I first saw yes. that, I thought it was like a dodgy custom Skeletor. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah. Mm. And do, do we ever see him unmasked? Yes. So I wonder if does the mask come off of the toy? Mm, not too sure. At that scale, probably not. Yeah. Mm, there's not much uh, news here at the moment no. about it. No. I tell you what, I mean, you've got to give them credit. Playmates credit, they have done a great job with this line. You know, like in terms Definitely. of just the number of characters they've gotten out there. And, uh, you know, they've certainly, they're here in Australia and that says something. Yeah. You know, in terms of that they're not, they're not hard to find. No, from my so. son's age group, they definitely know all about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which yeah, is good. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Adam, over to you. Thank you. Um, the first piece that I've got is Square Enix's Play Arts Kai line. We have, Work in progress prototype pictures of uh, Naked Snake and Skullface from Metal Gear Solid. Um, now, if we ragged on the uh, My Little Pony people for their names, oh look, yeah, there's there's no, no end of snake names in um, Metal Gear. So yeah, but Naked Snake is rather yeah, just a sure. solid snake. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they they look quite good, so I assume that they'd be the standard Play Arts Kai price of what they're about seventy or eighty bucks US mm-hmm. these days. Um, from the detailing, they probably will look really good when they're painted, and hopefully Play Arts have sorted out their dodgy leg joints by now. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful detail. Mm. Beautiful detail. So. Don't think people will be too disappointed with that, provided they're happy with the price point. Yep. yep. Something else. Uh, and oh, boo. Ah, yeah. Here's where the uh, the news gets fucking depressing. Is um, Hasbro have confirmed that their upcoming three packs for Marvel Universe have been cancelled. So that's our Guardian one, which was Executioner and um, Valkyrie. I think it was and yes. Thor. Yeah. That one's cancelled. And uh, so it's the Astonishing X-Men one, which was Astonishing Cyclops, um, White Queen, and Colossus Juggernaut thing, whatever we're calling that abomination these days. Mm. Um, yeah, so that that one's cancelled as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, that uh, the Asgardian one in particular has been around forever and not come out, so I'm not surprised that we're not seeing it. Yeah, so I think they're planning to put some of the characters into future lines, but I guess that means that we'll be paying for, like, five figures instead of three because it'll be in a line where 
there'll be the um, the chase figure and it'll be in one of the uh, properly specific lines where you've got all the other characters already. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not sad about the Juggalosis not making it out though. Yeah. It's just a dumb, dumb, dumb idea. And I mean, they've done that. The Cyclops before in the first Wolverine Origins, um, although it wasn't exactly that one. It was the more first, first um, Joss Whedon astonishing, I think. Yes, yeah. Um, I, I, I imagine that we will see some of these as singles somewhere along the way. Um, you know, Emma, the, the White Queen is missing from the three and three quarter scale. That's one yeah. I would really like to see come out. Yeah. It's a notable exclusion thus far. Yeah. And in other bad news? Uh, bad news, uh, well, so the oft-delayed and unseen um, running changes uh, to the Marvel Legends line that have been touted since basically they rebooted it in, in an earnest fashion mm-hmm. um, have been confirmed as still not having release dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm not convinced that we're ever going to see him. I think that's pretty much been Ben's stated point of view mm-hmm. since ever. Mm-hmm. Um, they have said... Oh, okay. First talk. No. no. Okay. <laughs> they have said that um, Captain America variants will be uh, shipped in all cases, so you won't have to worry too much about chasing those. Um, more bad news related to this, this sorry part of... Hasbro, is um, Spider-Man Marvel Legends running change figures are not going to be packed into the same case assortments, so if people don't order enough uh, revisions and cases and whatnot, you may not get to see the Carnage, uh, Black Cat, Ultimate Beetle, and Boomerang. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Start holding your breath. No. Yeah. The, the one in this, I mean, the one in this list that I uh, really wanted was Jenny Moonstar. I'm sure we're yeah. never going to see her. Um, but the one I think that is going to be the biggest uh, annoyance to collectors is if we don't get Bulldozer. Oh, for we, sure. You know, we've got yeah. the, the rest of the Wrecking Crew. Surely they've got to find a way to get him out there. And uh, one of the articles I read about this, you know, made a point that um, putting together these figures, you know, why can't these figures be a wave? Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you know, the, because you've got things like, you know, we Rogue from the... Um, uh, Wolverine Legends line that didn't make it out. Um, you know, a number of different characters there that really would sell well. So why not just make a line out of them? That's yeah. it. I think Deadpool replaces the Captain America, Wolverine, yeah. Spider-Man, you know, need for a, a big-name character. Absolutely. Deadpool's yeah. right up there at the moment. Well, and it's the red Deadpool that never made it out. So, like, you That's know, it. it's the... yeah. Um, and that red Deadpool especially they should be able to do because it's the exact same freaking sculpt that they used the other year in the two-pack, right? Well, I think Definitely. that the red Deadpool actually did get a release outside of the US because hmm. um, you can't you do see it on eBay. Um, yeah. But so it actually did get made, but we just never got it. Yep. It would never, the States never got it. And certainly if it was international, it was not us. No, because we're part of the United States. Uh, okay. <laughs> we're that hillbilly state, but it's not really a state. <laughs> and uh, is that all from you, Adam? Uh, I believe that is all from me. Okay. Bowen Designs had two new statues up for order this week, and they're both crackers. 
the first one is a Hela or Hela. I don't know what you have. What do you say? Hela or Hela? Hela. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Sorry. See what happens when you speak her name three times? <laughs> <laughs> um, the bust I sold in anticipation of this coming. The, uh, and what I'm really happy about with the Hella full size is that I think the original plan for the full size was to make it to use the bust and just put legs on it but they've gone with a different um, sculpt and it's much better than the bust. So this is going to be awesome and go very nicely with some other things that I received recently that I'll talk about in Feeding the Addiction. And then the other one, which I think is really cool, but not something I'm going to buy is a full size <laughs> Mojo statue. Um, and this is just insane. This is like, it's, yeah. it's, it's a bit hard to explain sitting on the shelf too. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just not. I mean, the th- one thing too, as well as it just being downright freaky, mm-hmm. is that you know it's a major financial investment, but also a major space investment because this is seventeen and a half inches tall and fourteen inches wide. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of shelf real estate, and I can't say that I have enough love for this character to a spend that much and b give that much shelf space to it, but I'm sure this is going to sell very well. Just see the shipping weight, 14 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is the Kacharik brothers. They're the ones that take on all the, you know, the, those things that you kind of think, how could this ever be a statue? Yeah. Um, the, the, it's kind of very small, like the stand, actual yeah. stand is very small, which does make me a little bit worried, but, um, you know, I've got their Modoc that they did, which, you know, is balances fine even though it looks like it shouldn't so um but very happy for those that want them um i'll stick with my marvel legends scale version of mojo <laughs> they're gonna want to put this on some kind of you'd want to put it on a revolving base though because there's a lot of detail at the back of the statue oh yeah i mean it's just see. it's insanely clever it's insanely hmm. clever um like and, and the fact that it's a statue you know, is I, I hope they make those all the little legs out of you know a flexibleish material. Otherwise, I just see things snapping off. It's very sad. In other news, DC Collectibles has um, done not just an announcement of a figure, but a trailer for a figure, which is the uh, Lex Luthor Armored Suit Deluxe Action Figure, uh, and this is sculpted by our friend Joseph Mena. Um, Available May 2014, and it is eight and a half inches tall, over 20 points of articulation, and it looks like it's going to be extremely cool. Yeah, I like if if that helmet was on, that's not the Lex Luthor I remember from being a kid. Is it now? One thing that I'm confused about is it doesn't. This doesn't seem to be based on a video game. Well, it looks it looks a lot like uh, the Injustice Lex in the, oh, the, does it? the okay. yeah it does, okay. but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. But it looks very similar. Yeah, it's got a, it's. I I thought it has to be based on something because it is, you know, a bit different. Unless that's um, New Fifty Two Lex. I don't know. Mm. Possible, uh, but you know, I mean, DC Collectibles is really excelling at these oversized figures um so good on them for continuing to do stuff speaking of people who continue to do stuff toner which i don't know that we've ever covered 
Turner dolls, seeing as they're dolls. But I just thought this was interesting. Captain Action has had a resurgence in the last few years with new people owning the license and um, some interesting tie-in costumes. And now they've announced that the Turner Doll Company is going to do Lady Action um, and limited edition of a thousand, and it'll probably cost three hundred dollars because that's what I usually see these going for. Wow! I know. Hmm. How is she a spy with a bust <laughs> like that? No, because the whole point of Captain Action and Lady Action and Kid Action is that they're you know masters of disguise. So, yeah, but like, are they are they detachable boobs? Otherwise, you're just gonna. I'm looking at this picture. You can see she goes out like. Like, it's like she's got the Sydney Opera House on her chest. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, she has a rather thin waist. She would stand out in any crowd. <laughs> well, she's a, a, a mistress of disguise, though, so who knows? Who knows? But, you know, that's an interesting little bit of news. And, and she's something... made predominantly for, for men in their mm-hmm. 30s. Yeah. Completely, yeah. Like, who collects Turner dolls? I have no idea. People with no pants on. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> the hate mail from this episode is just going to pile up. We've offended Bronies, and now we've offended Toronto doll collectors. Pinky Canius. Oh, yeah. Them yeah, too. Them. Yeah, yeah. And finally, Sideshow Collectibles put up their new Captain America premium format statue for order this week. And this is really interesting uh, because it, it's a bit of a movie-comic hybrid, really. It's got the... Uh, you know, the kind of classic shield, but it's got the movie helmet, which is like the Ultimates helmet, I guess. So maybe it's an Ultimate Captain America, I'm not sure. Um, but seeing as the original Sideshow Premium format Captain America can only be purchased by trading lungs or <laughs> <clears throat> at least, you know, three kidneys, this is perhaps something that people will be interested in. It looks like it's definitely got some fabric in yeah. use in costume. It's not just statues, so there's some nice mixed media there. And uh, for the mere price of $400 plus shipping, it can be yours. Yeah, and that, that cool. one's at 28 pounds. The weight of that, so... Yikes, 22 inches high. Mm-hmm. Only 7 inches wide. Looks a bit weird with the, with the pants, the cloth pants. It doesn't really flow on from the top to the bottom. It looks no, a bit weird. It does. Do you reckon that's a usable shovel? I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll have to order it to find out, Adam. Yeah. Listen. We'll have to chip in. Yeah. <laughs> no, you just send it back. Oh. Yeah. Just order it so that you can do a road test on the shovel and then send it back. I'm it's pretty like... sure that doesn't entitle me to a refund under Australian consumer law. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the news. That is the news. Awesome. Well, we will be right back in a moment with the next installment of everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. Indy, over here. Indiana Jones at your service, Toad. Ah! (laughs) Indiana Jones and other action figures new from Raiders of the Lost Ark Collection, each sold separately. Watch him, Cairo, swordsman. Yeah, watch my swing. Yikes! All downhill from here, swordsman. You'll be sorry, Jones. Tricky again, Toad. Indiana Jones, Toad, and Cairo Swordsman action figures, each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost. How 
Howdy everybody, Engineer Nerd, aka John here, with another installment of Name That. And last time I left you, I thought I had challenged you, but um, Eddie from the forum once again proved to be really smart about these things, and he figured out what it was. To remind the rest of you, I'm going to play last week's sound right here. And if you were like Eddie, you would have guessed that this was a Japanese Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles commercial. And if not, then you were probably in the same boat I would have been. And this week, we're going to go back to the United States and try something a little different. And this is one that I didn't know a commercial existed for, so hopefully you'll, you guys well figured out, but kind of clever. So take a listen here. Straight from the comic book, gag. Battling evildoers everywhere. Live the adventure with And one more time. Straight from the comic book, Gag. Look out! Battling evildoers everywhere. Live the adventure with as always, if you think you got a guess, pop on over to afbforum.com. That's afbforum.com. Leave your guess. If you get it right, you get forum points, and guessing's fun, and it just helps everybody else out, too. And while you're there, you know, stay and enjoy all the rest of the forum stuff. And if you want to play the picture version, come on over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's all for now. We'll see you guys again soon. Peace out, people. Tonight, in place of one big discussion topic, we are each going to be reviewing a box set of action figures, and Adam is going first. So over to you, Adam. Thank you, thank you. Uh, the, the collection I've chosen for tonight is the Marvel Universe uh, X-Factor Toys R Us exclusive collection pack. I believe it was also a con exclusive. Uh, might have been at SDCC last year. Um, it was released in 2012. I picked one up, I think, early 2013. Um, it's a collection of the X-Factor team, only not quite. Uh, it collects Jean Grey, Angel, Cyclops, and Iceman. It doesn't have Beast. You also get Apocalypse and Mr. Sinister. Um, so two of the kind of important X-Factor uh, villains from early in the series before it got handed over to... Um, I think it got handed over to Peter David and... Then you got Havoc leading the team. Um, having a look at it, it's uh, quite obvious that all the figures are reusers of sculpts that they've already got. Um, so the angel is essentially a repaint of the blue costume angel that came out in one of the more recent waves. The Iceman, well, they've done enough Iceman in the past. It's a pretty simple one to do. Uh, Cyclops and Jean Grey are repaints of the X-Men First Class 2-pack. 
from I think two years back. Uh, Apocalypse is a repaint of the Marvel Universe Apocalypse, and Mr. Sin is a repaint of the Marvel Universe Mr. Sinister. So it's not like they've had to go through a lot of tooling for this. Uh, which, okay, fine, fair enough. Um, the packaging is a displayable box, so you don't have to take anything out. I think if you tried to open it, I haven't opened mine, uh, you might actually be able to get everything back in because it's in a tray. You don't have all the stupid, silly plastic tyres, but you might have some damage to the tray in taking things out because it looks like the hands and feet are going through holes in particular places to help hold them in. So it's probably not the most collector-friendly packaging. Um, I can't remember how much it cost at retail. I think I paid about 50, 60 bucks Australian for it without shipping. Um, so it had gone up in price because you just couldn't get it outside of the States, I think. Hmm. Um, the paints are the usual Marvel Universe paints. There's nothing outstanding with them. There's, you know, the odd bit of paint smudge or rub or what have you. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a nice set to have. Uh, it's just they could have done so much more with it. Mm. And it's it's odd that they've chosen the figures that they have from the point in the series that they have. Like Sinister, uh, I think, didn't really appear until after Angel had become Archangel. Apocalypse hadn't really appeared until around that time. Mm. Um, so... You've got Angel as Angel and those two characters. What was the deal with Iceman's belt? He was he had to have that to keep his powers or I think he had to have it um to keep his powers in check because I think okay. at one point in around that period of X Factor his powers just went off the charts and um without the belt he just had no control over his powers and he would have either exploded or something or okay. just gone crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's got that belt thrown in as well. Hmm. Um, and not having Beast, I think, is kind of cheaping out. Like, how hard is it if you're going to say that you're doing that era of X Factor to just do a Hank McCoy without the blue fur? Indeed. Pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just your standard buck, right? Yeah. Well, they um, could have used, I mean, they could have used, even if you look at Apocalypse, as a because he's not actually very tall. He's stocky enough. Yeah, that you know, with a, a little bit of smoothing out and a different head, you could have had the non-furry Hank McCoy. Yeah, well, I mean, even that Cyclops buck, you could have just said, okay, I use that one for Hank McCoy. I use the older Cyclops buck for Cyclops, and then you just put some bare feet on the figure and mm. change the head a bit. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was pretty cheap. Um, even if you were going to go a furry one. I mean, they've got enough other bits that they could have made it, you know, you could have used your A-bomb or something similar and swapped the head. But, yeah, overall, it's not too bad for what it is. Um, I guess if I was going to give it a rating, I'd probably give it a five or a six. There's been a lot of nostalgia for this recently because we've had Bowen's done both um, uh, like a full-size X-Factor statue of each of these characters as well. Yep. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, it was a interesting concept. I mean, I loved the beginning of it, and yeah. it all went a bit crazy, I think. But it kind of went off the rails after the whole, you know, Madeline Pryor crap. Yeah. So all the um, Inferno, it definitely went off the rails after that, and it was just bizarre. You know, it was originally conceived not with Gene but with Dazzler. Yes, I know. Yeah. That would have been interesting. And they 
forced Jane to come back from the dead. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That Inferno storyline, do you remember how much that was hyped in the comic book pages? Yeah. I've got both of the omnibuses, like the Inferno X-Men titles and the Inferno crossovers, and there's just some rubbish, rubbish storytelling in that. Mm. Indeed. Indeed. I, I have been tempted by this only because I prefer the red angel to the blue angel, um, but there's no way I would plunk down that much money just to get that one figure. Yeah. You know? It's just not worth it. Yeah, I mean, I've got Apocalypse, I've got Sinister, I've got other versions of the other characters that I prefer, so yeah. I can live with a blue angel. Yeah, and the lack of pack-ins as well is kind of rubbish, really. Like, I don't really care for too many effects, but, like, at least give us an ice slide or something for Iceman. I think so far we've had one ice slide total for our own Iceman figure. <laughs> yeah, I suppose with six figures in the pack, once you start adding in accessories, it does increase the cost. Yeah. Still. Still. Okay, well, that um, that that sets off our box set theme with a... Not necessarily with a bang. Yeah. Five. A bit of a whimper. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe we're going to build up. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Okay, well, thank you very much for that, Adam. Uh, before we do another box set review, we will come back and talk about the new items that we've added to our collection this week. I'm Dr. Wily. My robot and I will control the world as soon as we get rid of that blue dweeb Mega Man and his robot dog rush. Bomb Man, make sure they have a blast. What? Mega Man's taking over the bomb? Good man, watch out! Mega Man can use your own power against you just like that! Okay, Mega Man, can you stop Proto Man and Guts Man at the same time? I don't think so. Mega Man, collect them all from Bandai! We are all here because we collect, so Feeding the Addiction is where we take the time to grill each other about what we've bought and pre-ordered and discuss it all. So, Adam, what have you bought and pre-ordered? Let's discuss it. Nothing. <laughs> really? And how does that make you feel? Uh, you know, it's okay. I probably blame the uh, the people I grew up with as a child. Yeah. And uh, possibly it relates to how I'm, I'm doing at school. Thank oh. you, Rogerian uh, psychologist. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, no, I haven't really needed to having a birthday. So, so what did you get for uh, your birthday? Been showered with gifts. Uh, first three seasons of Boardwalk Empire on Blu-ray. Lovely. Um, a variety of Jelly Belly jelly beans, uh, chocolate. What else have I got? Uh, Tomb Raider. This is video games. So I've got Tomb Raider, Formula One 2013 with classic content, Mortal Kombat versus DCU, uh, Sleeping Dogs, Lollipop Chainsaw. What's Sleeping Dogs? It's uh, um, another open world game, a bit like Grand Theft Auto. Okay. But kind of with more well, Kung Fu and Hong Kong-y feel. Um, I have a feeling there was something else. I can't remember what it was. Um, I got a Three Wolf Moon t-shirt. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, I've basically said I'm not going to wear it too often outside of the house because, you know, I don't want to put myself in a compromising situation. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've heard about this shirt. Um, what else did I get? Uh, I got iTunes vouchers for spending on video games. Uh, so the chocolate, I have another present coming from, um, brother and co, but it hasn't been finished being prepared yet. Um, other things from mum and dad, uh, gold class tickets 
So wow, having a good birthday, man! I got socks and undies for my birthday. Hey, don't knock it. I put that (laughs) on my list every year. (laughs) I actually asked for it. Yeah, I hate having to go and buy that stuff. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I just, I just find it trivial and demeaning. So if other people are willing to buy it for me and they know what I'm after, that's fine. You find it demeaning. Yeah. Buying socks and undies. Yeah. This is from the man that has a clean desk policy. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Justin, oh no, it's me. Never mind. It's you. It's me. I, well, my birthday was the middle of October, but my main birthday dosh was spent on the Bowen Executioner and Enchantress statues, uh, which arrived this week. The, these are just awesome. The, thing I love about it is that they have been I mean they're sculpted by different people um but the they have been designed so that you can display them together the bases are not quite interlocking but they the enchantress base is a small round base and then the the executioner base has a uh, space in it so that you can slot enchantress in and display them display them together and that is extremely cool both from a just you know characters that go together perspective and from a saving space in the asgard statue display perspective Mm -hmm. and uh they're beautiful the enchantress bust is uh, you know i was talking earlier about the halo bust and the uh original idea of just popping legs on that to make a full size that is what they've done um more or less with the enchantress statue that is a it's an extension of the the bust um but it works it works you know very well and uh the paint's beautiful so i'm really really happy with um, this set and huge thank you to gene and al at statue marvels who just do a great job of looking after we international collectors um it's they do a great job and then I also did make a pre-order this week, which is that I pre-ordered the Sideshow 1-6 scale Batman, um, which I said I probably wasn't going to do on last week's show, um, but it just looks too good. So yeah. I'm still looking at that um, Enchantress and Executioner. Yeah, they're great. Wonderful. Yeah. Just looking at the paint apps, it's one thing that's always scared me off of making one of those uh, circles on the legs, but um, yeah. that's that a fantastic <laughs> looking uh, statue. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a, and it really works, and they, they work together, but also, you know, there's a really nice um, collection of Asgard related stuff coming from Bowen. And we've had, you know, some good Thor stuff. There's a, be- the Beta Ray Bill is just beautiful. I think it's one of the best, you know, kind of Bowen pieces, really. And then these Hela coming. There's a Sif full size coming. Um, I own the Odin bust, and now, and I've never kind of felt like I really needed the Odin full size, but now that everything else is going full size, I'm kind of wondering if I need to trade up for that. So, all good, all beautiful. And Justin, what oh. about you? Last. Last month, which was October, for Maddie Collector, especially if you're a Masters of the Universe fan, was a huge month. There was the uh, Horde Trooper 2-pack, uh, Nepthu, <laughs> Batros, Lord Dactus, and Mantana. Um, yeah, so what did we get? One, two, three, four, five, six figures in total. 
Um, that was a huge month. From Needless October? Yeah. Six figures. Right. Oh, my goodness. You got the um, regular release. You got the quarterly, which was the Horde Troopers. You had the Filmation um, sub and the normal uh, sub, which included two figures as well. So okay. huge, huge month. And you know what? Not a dud in the whole in the whole lot. Uh, all of them, the, the sculpting and just the paint apps and across the board, great figures. Even Nepthu, who's a Filmation character, is an Egyptian-inspired uh, sort of character. Looks fantastic. Had my doubts when I saw him, but uh, once in hand, great-looking figure. There you go. Mm. I started the year with a... Um, Club Eternia subscription, but somewhere along the way, Digital River cancel it. Hmm. Yeah, it's extremely. But then I just like I and I had two phone conversations uh, with people saying, "Oh yes, it will be sorted out." Yes, no, you're still subscribed. Yes, da da da. And then I got an email saying it was well not cancelled, but I don't know, dormant or I don't know. <laughs> it's like you know what, get stuffed. I can't, I cannot be bothered to fight you anymore. So fine, I just won't buy your toys. No problem. <laughs> Anything else from you, Justin? No, that was enough. That was enough. Beautiful. Well, unless anyone has anything else to report, we're going to come back in a moment with another box set review. Spikecore and He-Man figures each sold separately. Spikecore. No one can stop the spike-studded armor of the mighty Spikecore. Not even me, you muscle-bound porcupine. Not even you, He-Man. Spikecore is new from the Masters of the Universe collection. Other action figures each sold separately from Mattel. We are reviewing box sets of action figures tonight, and it is my turn. And I am reviewing also three and three-quarter scale figures, and this is the DC Collectibles Injustice Gods Among Us Aquaman and Black Adam 2-pack. So the characters in Injustice obviously have had a, a redesign for the video game, some more than others. Uh, Aquaman, who of course is my guy, I think is definitely the loser of the uh, costume redesign uh, lottery in Injustice. But it's Aquaman, and so I knew I would always end up owning this particular set. Now, in here in Australia, these Injustice 2-packs um, run anywhere from 40 to $50. And so I have waited patiently for this and I was up in Brisbane for work a couple weeks ago and I happened to notice on the comic etc uh, which is the big um, comic shop there the on their Facebook page a announcement of a sale and they said hey come in and pick up the injustice two packs for $25 because they've been selling like bum <laughs> so, <laughs> their words not mine um, so I thought, aha, I need to go and strike while the iron is hot. And so I got Aquaman and Black Adam. Now, uh, Aquaman and Black Adam obviously are not two characters that I ever think of together. Um, but I think it's kind of clever, actually, the way that they grouped these characters for the two packs. Because if it was, say, Aquaman and Black Manta, well, then, you know, that's going to sell to the Aquaman fans. But that's it. Um, whereas... 
you know, there are people that love Aquaman, there are people that are Black Adam fans, and so, you know, I wouldn't buy a Black Adam on its own, but I'd buy Black Adam to get Aquaman, and, and I'm sure vice versa for the Black Adam fans, so I'll give them that. These, in terms of the box, I, I actually quite like the boxes they did for these figures um until you get to the point of having to open it i'll talk about that in a moment the but you know they're quite compact you know they're not huge they're not, not going to take up stacks of space and they package them quite nicely in terms of kind of you know fighting poses although that creates some issues later on but for the purposes of review and display i have opened them um so and i would have to say they are not collector friendly first of all they is twist high hill once you get inside, we have no less than five twist ties for each figure. Um, and I managed to uh, cut my thumb cooking dinner tonight, so I actually had to get my daughter to um, undo the twist ties for me because I couldn't do it. It's tragic. And then the, I guess the flip side of the fighting pose thing is that you get some little bent joints. Black Adams come off okay, but Aquaman has a wonky leg that seems a bit bent, and it might take a while to to get that sorted out. These are quite articulated. You know, if you go think back to the last DC three and three quarter figures that we had, it was the Infinite Heroes line, and the big issue with that line was the lack of articulation. These are are quite articulated. I haven't counted points, but we have neck, shoulder, bicep, elbow. The uh, we don't have wrist articulation. We have kind of glove articulation, um, which creates some issues later on. Uh, we have chest crunch, giant pecs on these on this buck, um, and then hips, knees, and uh, ankle. No, not ankle. What? Uh, yeah, ankle articulation. Black Adam doesn't come with any accessories. Aquaman comes with his trident, uh, but it's a little bit hard to get him to hold the trident in the way that you would like to because we don't have proper swiveling wrists, so that's a, just a bit of a pain. The sculpt is beautiful. You know, the put, putting aside my you know design issues with aesthetic issues with his costume, which I think is horrible, um, for what it is, it's really nicely done, and there is a lot of detail on Aquaman with the scales on his costume, but also all the other funky bits that he's got going with his kind of um, weird color and funky things on his boots and arms but black adam also has got quite a bit of detail because he's got like ridging all the way through even the black bits of his outfit very nicely done and the one thing that i really struck by with these is that the head sculpts um are very nice and have translated very well to three and three quarter which is often an issue you know that's one of the the downfalls of um i think a lot of three and three quarter figures for me is that you might see prototypes where the head sculpt's great um but then what you actually see is a bit of a mess and then painted really badly but both the you know the actual uh sculpt and the paint on these are both very good the only issues that i've got are uh paint wise um black adam is perfect Aquaman, when we get to the funky details on his legs, because he has got green 
black and then gold edging and some of the gold edging is a little bit dodgy on Aquaman's um, legs but then particularly at the front uh, where it it kind of gets a little bit blurred um but overall you know I'm pretty happy with these I'm going to put aside the I don't like Aquaman's costume because that's that's what it is I think that the detail that they've done is fantastic I am I don't like the lack of properly rotating wrists, even though the, the they move later on up with the gloves. It just makes it hard for posing and definitely for the holding of accessories. And I'm going to give these a 7 out of 10. Cool. In the game, two of the most uh, playable characters as well, two of the best playable characters, I should say, Aquaman and Black Adam. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm not a huge gamer, but we have this game, and, um, you know, I, I get, I get these just more for what the characters are like rather than lots of gameplay. But Aquaman is actually really groovy in the game. Yeah, he can summon that, uh, that shark. Yeah, comes through. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. No, it's very, it's very cool. Yeah, and this is really nicely done. It does. Um, I, I would really love to see DC Collectibles tackle a proper DC Universe. Um, three and three quarter line because the, the, these are actually very good figures. Yeah, they're Hopefully very... they'll be bought by Disney and uh, they'll be everywhere. <laughs> oh, <dear>. All <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> right. <laughs> With that, the neck in some of the photos, like the neck on Aquaman, like it doesn't look quite right. No, I. You know what? I've I've noticed that too in figures, but uh, in pictures, sorry, but in person, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's partly just the – I don't think that the head in the promo f- figures is actually the same exact head that they ended up using because yeah. I was pretty dodgy on the head sculpt um, of this from the photos. But the – and it does you know look like an over – like undersized head, oversized neck. But yeah. in person, I like the head sculpt a lot better than what the promo photos were, and the neck size is fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we built up from Adam's five to my seven. Uh, we're leaving the last slot to our harshest grader. <laughs> so we will have to see what happens here, whether or not we continue to build up, or whether this was the pinnacle of the box set reviews. We'll see. I'm I'm the Bernard King of the show. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, but before we find that out, we need to take a moment to award another red card to someone or something in the toy universe. What is this bizarro world? Well, red card is that moment in the podcast where we ask why. Sometimes we ask why, oh, why. And uh, Adam... You're asking why about something tonight, so go for it. I do, I do. Uh, so, look, I'll admit, I look up news for the uh, podcast. Sometimes I look specifically for things that are, well, different. Um, <laughs> I think that's a polite way of describing what I've found here. Um, <laughs> so, I have found a new thing called Sofubi, which is a type of Japanese soft vinyl figure. Apparently, they're often sought after by collectors and produced in limited quantities. Uh, and therefore usually command high prices on the secondary market. If this is an example of what they're generally like, I can understand why they're producing limited quantities because <laughs> Marmot, I believe they're called, um, have produced Godzilla toys 
They've got a uh, a Godzilla from Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, the 91 version, and um, from 1965's Invasion of Astro Monster. My goodness. <laughs> uh, the, the Ghidorah one, it kind of, sort of doesn't completely suck ass. It It's probably got his lips there. It's just not engaged with the sucking motion. Mm. Um, but the, uh, the 1965 one, I... That thing just looks horrible. Like, it, it's basically um, a metallic green log with arms and legs and a tail and a head. I guess that makes it a turd, really, if it's a log. Mm-hmm. Um, it has red paint running down it and gold claws, and it looks like, I don't know, some kind of dodgy bootleg from 1956. And it's me- like metallic-y. Yeah, metallic-y colours. That's no Godzilla I've ever grown up with has looked like that. It's Christmas Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it. It's weird. It's shit. Well, it says it's based on the 1965 Invasion of Astro Monster mm. movie. So maybe there was a, was there, was there a Godzilla like this in that movie? Do we do research? <laughs> uh, Arnold, uh, Arnold, can yeah. you look that up for us, please? He's he's looking now. He's uh, trying to hand me some results. <laughs> Wait for it. Yeah, he's he's a bit clumsy. Seriously, Arnold. I'm not seeing uh, anything that looks like that. No, I'm I'm doing some of my own research as well, and I have to say it's not um coming up. No. Was it a black and white film? Yeah, it would have been in the sixties. <laughs> so indeed, it would not have looked like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> But even in the 60s, I don't think they would have said, hey, I, get, I guess he looks a bit like a, a turd with arms and legs and a head and a tail, some spines down the back, and otherwise he's like a Christmas tree. Oh, oh. Pretty sure they knew enough, but he yeah. looked more like a lizard. I, you know, maybe we're missing a, you know, a major Godzilla pop culture reference here, and if we are, please point it out to us. Yeah. Um, but if we're not, well, maybe even if we are, this is still terrible. Indeed. Maybe we're missing the point of Safubi, which is to turn out shit-looking things, but who knows? Uh, yeah. I mean, Safubi, to me, um, yeah, I'm not being familiar with it, and this is another, obviously, uh, interest group that we're offending tonight. Yeah, since we're just going all out here with My Little Pony. Um, who else did we offend? Tonner. Yeah, Tonner Dolls. We might as well, you know, yeah. offend the Safubi crowd as well. Um, it sounds, when I hear Safubi... I think of like um, frozen yogurt, you know, or something. So the colorful kind of thing, or like you know, frozen ice stuff. That you know, that's what I think of when I think of Safubi. The frogette is also cursed. <laughs> well, before we offend anyone else, I think we say that's a very well-deserved red card. And now the big question of the night about whether or not Justin is going to actually award the highest jolly rating on this podcast or not will be answered in just a moment when we return. Archer cuts him down to 
Well, our final box set review tonight is over to Justin. So, Justin, take it away. Okay. Tonight I am reviewing the Masters of the Universe classic Horde Trooper 2-pack. Obviously, this is from hmm, Mattel or Maddie Collector. Now, I just received this last month. So I was part of that uh, section I mentioned in the acquisitions. It just came out in the huge month of October. Now, I believe the price was $60. The reason I don't know is because I'm in a subscription with a few other people, so I'm not too sure. So for $60 American, it was gazillion dollars to me, <laughs> uh, including including postage. <laughs> now, everything we've come to expect from Master of the Universe Classic is keep on chugging along in regards to the packaging. It's the stock standard uh, grayscale brick packaging. Something funny on the front, however... In light of these selling out in record time, the splash reads, collect an army of horde trooper robots. No one will be doing that. So that's, <laughs> that's a right. funny little splash. Packaging itself it's ironic. has... Yes. Yeah, it's it, ironic. It is, yeah. is yeah. ironic. No, are, ironic is a black fly in your Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> now, the packaging shows previous releases. We have Grizzlor and a few other people there. Catra, who in the sub... But, uh, sorry, in the description, and he says, Jealous Beauty. I've never really paid attention to the packaging too much before, but that's it's quite weird. <laughs> it's Is that like Black Beauty's cousin? or oh, Well, she's a cat, so I don't know if she's jealous of beauty or her power oh. is Jealous Beauty. Hold on. What are you talking about? Jealous? That's what? all it says. Where does it say that? Sorry? On the packaging, they have uh, pictures of previous release figures. Oh, I see. Okay, I gotcha. Yes. So, under her description, it's Jealous Beauty. Anyway, Sorry, we've I talked too it. much about Catra. <laughs> <laughs> it's collector-friendly. It has a stock standard tray for the two packs, which can be easily taken out just by removing a little bit of tape. The tray will stay intact. There are those plastic little rubber band, uh, twisty tie type things, which are easily cut much better than the, the older style wire that used to be in there. Uh. Styling is from packaging. I guess they're just going to keep it the way it is for mint-on-card collectors, which would be good because it, at the end of the day they'll have a sort of in-line uh, Muscles of Universe classic collection and there won't be too much to change there. Now, the sculpt on these, the funny thing about it is it is 100% tooling, which is uh, uh-huh. weird for Maddie to invest in. Mm. The sculpting itself is a little awkward where the head sits, so that's a that has to do with in in the classics line they put those the usual chest plates or armor always looks a bit bulky and weird, so the head sits a little bit awkwardly in that top part. Now the sculpting overall is very filmation friendly. It harkens back to the classic uh, vintage figures. Um, once you remove the armor, it's funny because even the torso is a brand new sculpt, which is skinnier, and the sculpting on it itself is a lot of tech sort of wires and so forth, which in the top section have been painted red as well. So sculpting, they've really gone above and beyond for this whole Trooper pack. and just say that someone there was probably a huge fan and wanted to go out all out on these. Yeah. Uh, the painting, like I mentioned before, very Filmation-style Horde Troopers. So the painting is basically grey with shades of grey on top of that. Now, one of the Horde Troopers also has blast marks on its torso, so it's been shot or something like that, and some burn marks remain on the on the armour itself. Um, now, the paint apps for mine is 
basically it's spot on. There's no overspill. There's no um, missed lines or marks. It's all pretty much perfect. The shading is a little bit funny on the legs, but it's forgivable, I guess. Mm. Now, as for articulation, it's the standard articulation except in the elbows and knees they have the swivel so they can swivel all the way around. But the armour and the clunkiness of all won't get it to a full 90 degrees. But like I mentioned before, this is new tooling from head to toe, so it's quite impressive to see what could come further along the line with this new sort of articulation. Um, now, as for playability, it's what we've come to expect from us. These are robust sort of action figures. They are collector-friendly and they're sort of child-friendly as well. I don't think you could probably kill these with a with a stick, <laughs> with a truck. They're quite fantastic, quite bulky, quite heavy figures. Um, now, I'll just continue along about how much someone loved these. The accessories, each figure gets four accessories. So it's a total of eight each. They get the crossbow, which was, once again, from the vintage line. They get the shock uh, sort of baton rod, which is almost like a stun gun. That was from Filmation Cartoon. Included is a new horde symbol shield. And also we get the staff from the vintage line as well. And is that a new accessory? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's all new, and the crossbow is sort of like a Horde Trooper-designed crossbow. It has the eye sort of visor panel on the top of the crossbow. Now, there's really not too much to add other than that. In the description, these are Horde drones 2549 and 3849. That's uh, Mattel's attempt at at (laughs) humour. See, (laughs) these are sold out now. I checked on eBay just before we got on tonight, and they're running at the moment from about $80 upwards. Oh, my goodness. I think maybe they will future release these. I'm not too sure. I see the Snake, uh, sorry, the uh, Palace Guards have been released a few times on Maddie Collector's site. Um, I'm really impressed. Like I said before, the only thing is the armour is that sort of funny armour that doesn't reach all the way down to the torso and with the head sitting the way it does it looks a bit awkward on top but you can pose it in a way where it sits perfectly but it's just that outer shell of armour that doesn't come all the way down to the torso. There's a belt buckle inspired from the vintage figures that when you pressed it the whore troopers would fall apart. These ones do not. They stay intact. Um, There's not really too much more to add um, other than time for a rating which I will give for these, as an 8 out of 10, money taking marks off because of the way the chunky sort of armour sits. But that's about it. Otherwise, a near-perfect figure. <laughs> but the price is, at the moment is ridiculous. I suggest if you want to buy them, buy them now before they really get expensive. But I don't think you can buy a cheaper two-pack at the moment for $80. Oh, my goodness. Mm. So you gave the highest rating of the night. Yes, I did. Wow. Well-deserved. Okay. Well deserved. We believe you. Oh. We believe you. <laughs> Beautiful. Good job, Thank Justin. You. Good job, everyone. A uh, good way of starting out this episode without a discussion topic. Yay, us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're nearly done, but not quite yet. We'll be right back in a moment with a bit of feedback from our listeners before we wrap things up for good. Dressed this way, she's a Navy wave. But beneath that uniform, she is the Wonder Woman doll. And now you can create your own Wonder Woman adventures with these other dolls. Major Steve Trevor, Nubia, Wonder Woman, Superfoe. Gotcha, Major. Wonder Woman, hurry! I'll save you, Major, as soon as I tie up a few loose ends. 
Wonder Woman, Major Steve Trevor, and Nubia Doll sold... Well, before we finish off, we have a bit of feedback to share with you. If you would like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, maybe... You've got an idea for a discussion topic or a red card or you just want to let us know how awesome we are or tell me that I'm your favorite host, all good. Email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com and you might just hear it right out. Uh, we've got a couple of bits of feedback from our forum tonight to start off with and Adam, you've got the first one. I do. The first piece is from our friend Fess who asks, or sorry, who says, running behind on the pods and just finished number 88. My question is, where did Kermit pop up from? Who did that impression? I'm pretty sure that was John. Yeah. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. I wasn't on that episode, and so the first time I heard that was when I started editing it, and I have to say that I got quite a surprise hearing that because he does a pretty good Kermit the Frog. There you go. And something else from the same dude, Justin. Yes. This, I think this is from the is this from the forum as it well? Is, yes. Okay. So it reads Is it just me? But episode eighty nine without the bloopers is like watching a Jackie Chan flick and not having any outtakes at the end. Fish milkshake, you two are great with a perfect food free episode, but we fans want mistakes, howlers, stuff that Scott took out. <laughs> now, as for that episode, uh Ben was kind enough not to put a blooper in. Uh we were talking <laughs> And I completely lost my chain of thought. I was uh, talking midway through a sentence, and I was just like, Ben, we're going to have to stop. I can't remember <laughs> what I was saying. <laughs> you left that out. Otherwise, I heard that. If, if, you work, if you work with Ben, it's a no-nonsense. Yeah. Get stuck into it. Yeah. Uh, he talks 100 miles an hour, <laughs> which is good. But sometimes when I'm sort of with him on a show, I'm just listening <laughs> going, oh, yeah, that's, that's interesting, but not, <laughs> not contributing. We, um, and I think Marvel Legends, that for him to go on like that, as he did, and he's the expert, let's put it out there. Indeed. That uh, it was quite interesting just listen, listening to him speak yeah. other than really participating. And I knew for a certain amount of that show that I was doing that, but I was so engrossed in what he had to say, <laughs> you'll have to forgive me. <laughs> the, um, the bloopers partly depend on who is recording. So because we, we take turns, well, we, I usually record, but sometimes other people do, and if I'm not there, someone else does. And uh, if I've recorded, then I've got everything, and uh, I can draw bloopers out of it. And uh, if Adam records, I usually get everything as well. Um, but when Ben records, it's precision. So I don't get the extras. <laughs> uh, but there you go. We, I'm sure we'll we'll make up for it by this episode. This episode is going to have some rather... Decent bloopers, let me tell you now. <laughs> showing our age bloopers. Yeah, showing our age bloopers. You can send your hate mail now to Justin. Uh, <laughs> and I just have a funny thing from Twitter that went up after I posted our, uh, I think, last show, or maybe it was 89. Uh, in response to that post, we got a tweet from Rigikiri Pod that said, fuck yeah, AFB, <laughs> which I hope means, yeah, I'm really happy that the... um. Episode went up and not anything else. We'll, we'll yes. t- that's what we're going to count it as. Yes. There was, you didn't leave any commas out? No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be very unlike me to leave any commas out. Well, guys, it has been fun. I don't know that the three of us have ever done a show together on our own, but um, I think we did quite okay. Yeah. yeah. Besides, besides offending half of the collecting universe. Yeah. Uh, they can hack it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. And, uh, you know, we're getting close to a hundred episodes. We're going to have to. I know. I was thinking about that. We're going to have to do some special phoning yeah. call show. Oh, I hate those. We're going to, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to start thinking about what we're going to do though. So Get we'll. Billy burning hair on. All right, then. Well, guys, it has been fun. And until next time, see you later, everybody. See you later. Bye. I hope those customs are coming along. There's only a few weeks left now. Oh, yeah. I've got the entries for the AFB custom characters unbound custom contest are coming in. I've seen some awesome ones, I've got to tell you. Cool. That's good. Yeah, very, very excited. Get ready for mine to be offensive. (laughs) You brought this on yourself. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Good night. Lego. Excelsior. Crease. Bye. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigurebluest.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. <laughs> he, he has a cross, it, according to Wikia, mm. he has, oh sorry, it's a she. Oh no, this is playing a My Little Pony video. Stop! <laughs> Bloody hell. You seem to have it conveniently loaded up. Can you hear it? No, no thank oh, God. That's disappointing. <laughs> Actually, I recognize Terrorist. the fat beats from DJ Pone 3. I'm going to get some backlash from the kids because at a guess, I assume that's meant to be like the three is meant to be an E, so it's meant to be DJ Pone. Oh, really? Just oh. just as a guess. No. <laughs> That's how you would do it if it was a number plate. Oh, no, it's okay. playing again. So. <laughs> okay. Listen. So Scott attempts to torture himself. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to cut that out. Again. This is terrible. All right. I'll go back. to. I'll, I'll count in for my explanation of derpy. <laughs> Can I re-record that to Pony? Am I? I'm just going to get hammered. <laughs> That's right. I know. But no, it's going to go in the bloopers. So cool. uh, it's going again. What is this? Is, this is like insane. You see that red X up in the top right corner? I, I keep every time. I, I, I turn the sound off, and then once it cycles through, it automatically turns the thing back on. I'm serious. So do we? Don't, me hanging. What was the thing with derpy? Derp? Okay. Derp stuff. Derp, derp, and star. Okay. According to Wiki, oh sorry, five, four, three. Oh my gosh, it just did it again. <sighs> what? That is evil. Okay. Quick. Five, four, three. <laughs>
What were we, were we, what is wrong with me tonight? You've been drinking? No. <laughs> black giraffe? <laughs> no, black giraffe. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Derpy. Pinkie Pie. As if. Pinkie Pie, that's terrible. There's no way. Really? Does she like frosting? I wonder if the um, I wonder if the <laughs> creators of My Little Pony are really just, you know, sick middle aged men. <laughs> Collecting ton of dolls with no pants on. Yeah, that's that's right. That's what they do with their My Little Pony money. They buy ton of dolls. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why they don't have pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>